We got a good show today. A lot of you missed me. Been gone for about a week. Some of you heard me on Street Scholars. It was a good episode. We don't do episodes, numbers, but it's a good episode. A lot of things going on right now. I'm with my son, parenting skills. Bubs is furious at Monet. Or it seems like looking for a new coach for Street Scholars. I just got back from Denver. Been a really, 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 really busy week. So let's get into it. You know what? I'm just going to hold a fucking um, rock nasty. Drop that beat real fast. I want to say we're on episode 103, if I'm not mistaken, 103. I could be wrong. I could be fucking wrong, but I'm not sure. I think we're on 103. It feels kind of kind of funny, kind of weird, like sex, to be in the hundreds. <laughs> it's definitely a milestone. I'm very proud to say all the top all the top podcasts I listen to. Um, listen to a lot of podcasts. Listen to Ben Baller. I listened to that one guy. Um, 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 what the f- Rappaport? He's a dick. Him and Ben Baller are both assholes. I thought I was an asshole on the podcast. Not even compared to these guys. They're fucking funny. And we are we are on episode one hundred and three. I just checked. Awesome. Thank you, Bubs. Um, yeah, they're super assholes, but that's their thing. That's what they do. Sometimes I try to be nice. You know, I think most of the time I'm kind of nice. I know I vent and I ran a lot, but that's how it is. But uh, yeah, I like Rappaport. I don't agree with probably nothing he says. Same as Ben Baller. I agree with nothing they say, but I still like their fucking podcast. Just like a lot of people listen to this podcast. They probably don't like they probably don't like me or, or like what I say, but they listen. And that's all I care about. Get that view in. Get that view. Get that <laughs> money. Cha-ching. And um, real quick, real quick, before we get into this episode, um, it'll mean a lot to me if you guys could share this podcast with a friend. You know, go ahead and go ahead and um, copy the link, text message to three people you know that you think that will like it. Imagine if it ain't we, nothing to share. It, it literally takes nothing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not asking you to share your fucking boyfriend or girlfriend, your husband or wife. I'm asking you to share a fucking podcast for crying out loud. <laughs> Imagine, and within one week, we could double the number or even triple the number of views that we get mm-hmm. in this podcast. I mean, and the thing is, it's very. It's not like impossible to do. It's very possible to do, but you got to share. I mean, we can only promote as, as much as we can on social media and so on. But this podcast is mostly word of mouth because before I started doing the podcast, when I first started doing the podcast, even with street scholars, I was probably pushing like a thousand, a thousand on Instagram followers or maybe even hitting barely 2000 at the most. And um, since the podcast, obviously, like, I'm at a little over 15,000. And I feel like, speaking of 15,000, I feel like I'm sh- I'm so shadow banned. And I think Buzz knows what I'm talking about. A lot of people don't know what oh, shadow sure. ban is. Um, and it's not only me. It's any it's everybody I know that has a lot of followers or even people with no followers. You probably, um, people don't, that don't, that, that that's not like me and Bubs and people that, that get paid off, off, off of um, views and likes and so on. Um, we actually pay attention to the numbers, you know, to the views and so on. So like on my, for, for example, on my IG stories, 
I would get like around like seven, eight thousand views on my story. Maybe it's not a lot, but for IG story, it's not too bad um, considering my following. You know, I'll get around that map uh, around that. Uh, I've been shadow banned to I'm barely hitting like two thousand views on my story, and it's right. it's crazy because. Even my cousin, um, Anna Nicole, she's in town right now. And she was saying, you know what? I haven't seen you post a lot lately. Are you not posting? I go, no, I post every day, at least at the gym or whatever I'm doing. I post every day on my stories. So I'm not getting it. I go, yeah, because I'm, I'm shadow banned. And she didn't know what that was. And um, Bubs, is that you? Me what? Um, the, the, the fucking thing went off. The, 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 oh, the, no. Okay. Um. Anyways, so I was shadow banned. Well, I'm shadow banned right now where she's not um she's not seeing my stories. Like my stories don't even pop up on her feed anymore. Before Instagram did that with post. Like if you post something, not everybody gonna see it. I think it was like they were saying like only eight percent, eight, like Kobe Bryant, eight percent <laughs> of the people are following you or actually seeing your shit on their feed. Right. On their timeline. Which is like what the fuck, Instagram? Like, what's the point? Like, what's the, like, I, I, I'm not understanding the whole algorithm thing. It's it just weird to me. So now, like, they're doing it with the IG stories. Before, like, everybody would still see your stories. They just wouldn't see your posts. So, like, that's why I was so big right. on my stories. But now they're doing it to Instagram stories. And now they're saying, like, 3 to 5% of people are only seeing your shit. And I'm going, what's the whole point? I think Instagram wants people to um, to pay for the sponsorship and a promotion, you know, to boost their shit up. I don't know if that's a case. I'm guessing. Like, I don't understand what's the point of not letting your friends see when you post. Like, and and to come think of it, like, there's a lot of people that I follow, you know, and I'm like, you know what? I haven't, I, you know, I know I don't go on Instagram that much. I far looking at people's posts or, or stories. I, I try to do better not looking at that shit. But there's some people I go, you know what? I haven't seen them post or IG story in a month and then I'll, right. go, I'll go on their page and they've been posting. So I got to do like a liking spree. Okay. Like, you know, and they probably thought this whole time I was kind of like ignoring them or just, mm -hmm. being, or, or maybe having them on mute, but that, um, that's not the case. I, I just don't know why Instagram does that. It's, it's fucking, it's, it's, it's kind of mind blowing to me that they do that shit. So, I mean, that's a whole, it is. What a lot of people don't understand is Instagram is a business. Like, they want to make the most money. They want to, they're going to do stuff that's going to favor them. So, and it is censored. Like there is censorship that goes on. Think about it. A, lo a lot of people's numbers were down in the world when like the election was going on because they were kind of just censoring everybody. Like it's, it, and it happens. Like, um, I know that one thing that that's helped me because I was in the same boat with you is if you tell people, like if you go to, if you go to your page, there's a little bell where people can get notified anytime you basically do anything on Instagram. Yeah. And so if, if people really fuck with you, they can click the bell and it'll, again, it'll yeah. help. But yeah, it's, just, it's just, a, it's a cramp in the dick. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not, I, I don't want to go as far as saying, Hey, like, cause I see people do that. Hey, if you really fuck with me, you know, click on the alert button, but I just seems too thirsty. It seems weird to me to do that. Like, I just, I'm not going to do that. I mean, on the podcast, I gotta say like share with a friend. I don't mind that by far. Like, Hey guys, make sure you catch every post and every story that I do. Make sure you click on this button. <laughs> and just like, here, uh, here I am unclicking the bell on your fucking Instagram right now. Oh, thank you, bubs. Thank you, bubs. <laughs> speaking of, um, speaking of Instagram, those um, most of you, honestly, I I would like to think most of you guys follow Bubs on Instagram, French Fry and Fairy Tales. 
I would think most of you follow her. I would hope. If not, that's kind of weird. But I get it. <laughs> she had a whole thing going on. And I, when I mean a whole thing, I mean like a whole. I mean, I, I'm talking about a soap opera on Instagram last week. Like it was, it was drama. And, and, and I got caught up in it. I was on her. <laughs> like she was going IG live. She was just like, I don't know. I don't like, I don't know why Bubs has a podcast. She puts it all out there on IG live. Like, I don't understand our IG yeah. stories. It just, it's, it's, it's like, you know, on IG story, you have those, those, you know, you know, the dot, 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 dot for every story. And it's like, and it's all her fucking, it's all her fucking face. Just talking like, click, 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 like, damn, you know? So anyways, she was going at it with some girl. That buff said I was bullying her, but we'll get to the whole bully part in a little bit. And she explained it. And I, I'm going I'm to summarize it because I feel like a bub tell the story. It's going to be like a whole fucking episode of it. And I don't want to yeah, get into it's that. Yeah, going to be a lot. Yeah, so I'd rather just say it. Bubs, everybody knows she's a shampoo thug. Shampoo yeah. gangster. Shampoo mafia. She works for Monet. That's what she does. North Carolina. She does a very good job at it. Big following. Making that money. Her husband quit quit his job because she he didn't have to work anymore because she's making that much money off this Monet. I heard I heard a lot of good things about Monet. I I mean you know, you know me, I, I fuck around and I really don't care for it. I always say it's a pyramid scheme and Bubba gets mad at me, she cusses me out. Whatever. <laughs> but as far as the product, I, I always heard good product, like good things about the product on some real shit about the shampoo. It's really good. It's not for that commercial. But <laughs> She was on, uh, and, and those of you that know about Monet, Monet, they have Zoom meetings, you know, all these girls, you know, it's just like a Brady Bunch, about a hundred Brady Bunch fucking pictures and squares, <laughs> and they're all talking to each other, and, you know, Bubs was talking in a Zoom meeting with some girl who's a blue check mark girl who does funny videos, and Bubs asked her a question. Wasn't a big question, Bubs, because I guess if you're that high up in a company, they don't talk to you they, like you're, you're on mute pretty much like they, they're gonna talk and you're gonna listen and yeah. I, I i get it like i get that format and how they do that because if they let the format open for everybody there'll be too many questions and it's gonna be too much it's gonna be too much chaos where they're not they're not gonna get their point across sometimes the leaders they need to speak and you need to listen shut the fuck up and that's it because if every <laughs> if everybody's gonna speak it's going to be a forever fucking meeting. And I feel like Bud's one of those person where you had a company meeting or you're, you're in a class or something and everybody, like nobody wants to be there. Like, is this shit done yet? Can we fucking go? And you know, they're like, anybody has any question? Bubs raises her fucking hand with a question. Everybody's like, oh, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and I feel like Bubs is that person. Like, shut the fuck up, Bubs. Stop asking questions. And she did that at this Zoom meeting. And... That girl didn't tell you nothing during the Zoom meeting, but she she DM'd you personally, and text she, she texted you, and she said you're being disrespectful. I don't get disrespected on 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 internet or in my real life, and she kind of told you off in a really. And I'm not gonna take this away. That girl's a bitch. She came out yeah. bubs in a really bitchy way, like a bitch, like straight Karen white chick bitch on some real shit. And bubs had the receipts because. People like Bubs, they screenshot shit and don't let everybody fucking know what's going on. She keeps her receipts. Mm -hmm. Bubs did a whole thing for about a week. <laughs> saying, 
saying she's it not. It was three days, but. She did thing for about a fucking week. <laughs> crying. She, Buzzle's crying. And when I mean tears, tears in her eyes with the muckles in her nose. And Buzz <laughs> has no shame. I'm talking about it was like a close-up. A close-up of Buzz's yep. fucking face. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, mommy. Uh, uh. It was some real shit. Like, damn, this is some real soap opera shit. And I was, you know, and, and me and a lot of people, we got like, we got stuck on her stories in her IG live. Like, what's going to go on next? Like, what's cracking, <laughs> you know? And, Bubs, you did throw, you, 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 did, you did throw the word in many times, bully. You did throw yeah. it in. And, um, you know, you're my good friend and I'll talk to you, you know, on the side. And I felt like, Bubs, yeah. Is she the B word, bitch? Yes. Is she the B word bully? No. As far as, right. as far as the receipts that you sent us, like to, for us to go off of, I felt like she wasn't a bully. She was just a bitch and she didn't like you. Like, and I yeah. get it. A lot of people probably don't like me, but are they being a bully to me because they don't like me? No, they're being fucking dicks and they're assholes. Like, I don't like, <laughs> I, I, I don't like some people. I don't like some people. Right. Am I a bully to them? No, I'm a dick to them. And there's a big difference between I'm um, throwing the word bully out there. And I think everybody uses that word so easily bully. Like I felt like at no point in a conversation, I'm not backing her up, but I got your back to the fullest. She's a bitch. But I right. felt like in nowhere in those receipts where she's calling you names, was she putting you down or anything like that? She wasn't talking. Sh she was talking shit, but she was just being a bitch to you. She wasn't being a bully right. to you at all. She didn't, there was no name calling, nothing. She said, she was just being a bitch. And you did a whole thing. And the thing is, um, I know you speak out on a lot of things, bub. You speak out sometimes, go, damn, bub's like, like, you're mad at the world sometimes. Even though you're one of the most happiest persons I know, sometimes mm -hmm. on the ground, you're like, because you, you always want to fix things and change things, which is amazing. Not, not, not right. a lot of people are like you that want to fix things and change things, even with the plus sizes and, you know, right. as far as getting taught, like not being bullied at work by being like being talked down to. She was talking down on you. Like, fuck, shut the fuck up. Because you have more followers means you can talk down on me. I don't think so. That's lame. And I think that's what mm -hmm. she does. That blue check mark got to her fucking head. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, bubs, um, you are making noise. You're rattling the cage. And it's working because I talked to you the other day and you were straight telling me that, you know, Monet wants to have a meeting with you about the plus sizes and, and you don't talk to the designer, the person who's in charge of the merchandise. They called you about that girl being a bitch to you, not the bully, but she's being a bitch to you. And, <laughs> and, and, and they talked to her about it and they go, you know, this happened a lot. And I hear like in Monet that happens a lot. A lot of drama goes on Monet. I can only imagine because it's a dominant girl industry. And what is girl industry is drama. Like, for instance, I went to Paul Mitchell, you know. And Costa Mesa, it's like 90% of all females, if anything. If there's guys mm -hmm. there, they're pretty much gay, except The Rock. The Rock's not gay. <laughs> and um, when you go to all-girl thing, it's a lot of drama, you know? Right. And, and that's just not for girls. It's just how it is. Like, if you go to all-male thing, jail is drama in there, too. Like, when it's mm -hmm. all the same sex... For some reason, there's a lot of drama going on. But I do want to, um, I know I, I I talk a lot of shit to you and I say, shut the fuck, bub, you're always complaining. But you know what? It's, <laughs> it's working. And, um, you're, you know, um, and you're speaking up for the little people that don't have a voice and, and you're using your following for a good reason, even though sometimes people might think you rant and vent too much. Probably nobody thinks that. I'm the only one that thinks that probably, me and G-Money. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
I just want I want to say that's good that you are making noise and people are listening. You know, so um, I'll give you a little fucking applause for that, bubs. <laughs> you know? oh, and just just a little bit. I'm just gonna say a little bit. So, the, and I had to look up the definition of bullying. So, the definition of bullying is to seek harm, intimidate, or co- or co coerce. Listen, and I yes, is she was she bullying me in the things that I shared? No. no, she was talking shit. But this is again, if you don't know the whole thing with me and this person, this is not the first time that something like this has happened. This is just the first time I've talked about it because I've been very. Oh, you know, like, oh, just leave her alone. Like, she's so great and powerful. Like, you don't want to make her mad. And I'm like, listen, get the get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Like, that's not me. And I let it happen way too many times. I was silent about a lot of stuff. Yeah. So that was the reason why I was kind of like, this is the last straw. And the DMs that I was getting about the things that she's done and seeing screenshots and all this stuff, it's like, I just can't with these, these bullies online or whatever, like, who are absolutely cowards in real fucking life. Like it just, it just bugs me, but um, I appreciate the support. Not going to lie. When I was going live and sharing, and I was so pissed and you kept fucking yelling ball. (laughs) I was was so fucking, I wanted to punch you in the fucking. You're irritated for sure. Right. Yeah. But I loved it though, because that's you. And I was getting DMS. Like why was Rocky yelling fucking ball? on your fucking live but i loved it because you you i you have like a sense of humor i feel like like i do like we just want to break the ice and not make it so crazy but so yeah. i love it and it's funny because um i was talking about that with my chick who's not my chick who that's a different story we'll get to that in a little bit and um i know like i know i'm hard to work with because i feel like i'm one of those people where it needs to be my way my my way is the right way i guarantee it like right like your your idea and your opinion it's stupid not not you by anybody. <laughs> anybody talks to me like with street scholars and group tech. Oh, let's do this. I, no, that's stupid. We're not gonna do that. You yeah. know, we're not gonna do that. You're very much an Aquarius. Um. Oh my God. Don't start. So I know I'm <laughs> hard to work with, and, and and not only that, like things like that, it builds up for me, and and and, and it'll ruin my day. Like it will ruin my day. Or like it's something that the like I know not everybody is like as clean as me. For one thing, like like I can't be comfortable like. I won't leave my house if I don't make my bed or, you know, shit. I, I can't, mm-hmm. like, I can never go home and relax and watch TV if there's, like, a, if there's something's on the floor or, like, the drawer's open. Right. Or it just, it just, I can't. It's weird to mm-hmm. me. And I think you I get OCD. I think I get that from my dad. Not as much. My dad's an OCD freak. Like, it's fucking mm-hmm. mind-blowing. Like, he vacuums the backyard, which is, is my, like, is, <laughs> I, can, I, I can't even make that up. I can't even make that up. But, for example, when, um, you know, when I'm on, when I have my apartment, I'm the type where I vacuum and I put the lines in a carpet, like in a nice order. And when people come over and they they walk on the lines, as soon as they leave, I got to vacuum, put those lines back in the carpet. Cause you know, (laughs) it's just, it's weird. Oh, oh, definitely. Definitely. So I've been getting better at it. Cause it seems like, Oh, well, this person's not doing that. Or I might, you know, I'm doing the streets car podcast and um, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Um, At the end of the day, like it is my show, like stop complaining. It is your show. You don't have to do it if you don't want to do it. And you gotta right. you gotta accept people for who they are. You know, I'm not nobody's boss. I'm not nobody's dad. I'm not their mom. You know, so not only working with people, but being friends with people. There are some people I'm friends with that don't give you the same energy back. And you know, I'm so big on energy when it comes to shit like right. that, relationship or whatever it is. But at the same point, like you can't. And I'm the type where I will complain about my friends. 
no, not to everybody, but like, you know, if I'm my chick who's not my chick, I'll vent to her about a lot of shit. And it probably, and even to you, I'll call you bugs and tell you about things that are going on. And it might say, sure. like, damn, the motherfucker, like, you, yeah, you probably won't say, but you probably, this motherfucker probably complains a lot, you know, about his friends or his coworkers or, or what do you want to say it. But I'm just venting, you know, I'm just like, fuck, dude, like, this is bugging me. Like, it right. bugs me to where it, like, I were like, I don't even want to do it anymore or whatever I'm doing. But like I said, I just, you gotta, sometimes you just gotta accept it for what people they are. Like, okay, this, this person, this guy or girl, this friend of yours, they're not as clean as you. Like that's right. that, you know, they're the grown ass man, grown ass woman, whatever they are. They're not going to do what you're doing. Like that's your ethics. That's how like, yes, that's, that's your work ethics. Not everybody's going to bring that same energy to you, even if it's a podcast or whatever it is, or in friendships, you know, and either, either you fucking say, you know what? I'm not going to fuck with that person because I'm not going to deal with half energy or I'm not going to deal with someone that's a pig and leaves trash laying around. I'm not going to. Or you say, you know what? That's who they are. I accept it and deal with it. So right. I, I've been better. I've been getting better at dealing with shit. Like, because I love these people. They're my friends, my coworkers, whatever they are. I, I like, I love them. So I, I just got to like, you know what? That's who they are. Like, like stop crying about it, Rocky. You accept it or you fucking don't accept it. But at this point where I accept it. Like I accept it, but you know, like it just, it just like, because if I don't accept it, I keep talking about it. It's just going to, it ruins my day. It ruins my whole vibe, my personality. It just ruins, like I overthink a lot of shit when it comes to shit like oh, that. Oh yeah. It's just going to, and there's so much more freedom by you acknowledging and recognizing that it's just going to be better for you. A hundred percent. So I've been, I just like, you know what? It is what it is. Like get over it, like move on. Like if, if you're clean, then, pick it up and throw it and throw it in the trash and, and move on, carry on with your fucking day, you know, or, right. or like some people are never on time. They're always late to something. Like I'm always like, I, I try to be on time to everything. I'm really, really anal about being on time. If I'm late, you'll get a text message or a phone call. Hey bro, I'm running like 10 minutes late. You know, I'm very big on being on time. So when people ain't on time and they're always late, they're always late or late. Like it bugs me, but like, fuck this fool. Like that's how they are. They're just late all the time. And right. Either you said, okay, I'm not going to fuck this person anymore because they're always late. Or you say, okay, fuck it. Like, it would say we're going to do something at 1 o'clock. It probably means 1.30. So I'll show up at 1.30. And I tell myself, like, I'm going to show up at 1.30 because I know they're going to be at one thirty, But I still be here at 1 o'clock because I said, like, it just, I can't not be late. Like, you know, it just, it, it just fucking weird. But I do want to get into a little bit. Um, We're talking about bullying. Um, bullying. I think I can say that word, right? Bullying. How do you say bullying? Bullying. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Bullying. Okay, I got it. Um. I heard my son is getting bullied at school by, by some kids and my son's, um, he's a big boy. I feel like, how are you getting bullied? And right. And when you hear these things, like it, it, it really like talk about like it, it rattles a cage, like it bugs the fuck out of me. And right away I want to go into some, like some gang mode. Like, so, you know what I mean? Like, right. like who the fuck's the your, like, like who the fuck's your dad? You know what? I, I start thinking right. like that. Like, like I don't, I, I get so bugged. So I, I, I talked to my son and his mom talks to him differently than, than I do, obviously. I go, listen, you need to fucking sock that kid in the face. It, like, <laughs> if, if, there, if there's two or three of them. And the thing I learned about, I was always small my whole age, you know, and I, I did start school a year early. So I was not only small for my age, I was a year ahead of myself. So I was even smaller for my grade. For my grade. Like, I graduated high school when I was 16 years old. I was, um, I was early. My mom, she wanted me to go to, um, school with my cousin cause she wanted me to go to school by myself. So she lied about my birth certificate 
and I started kindergarten all that like at four years old. I, I was always a year ahead. So I was always even smaller. I was only small for my age, but I was even smaller because I was always a great, a great ahead of time. So mm-hmm. I would like, I would get bullied. I dropped this. I would get bullied. You're gonna fight the microphone right now. Yeah. So I would get bullied, and you know what? My brothers always went to like me and my brother, our two older brothers, and we're always like we're one year apart, pretty much. You know, so they're always like one one grade ahead of me and another grade ahead of me. So we always went to school together. But that's one thing I never done, even as a gang member or whatever. I never cried to my brothers about a situation was going on. I could have called my brother and their friends all day and fucked some people up at school all day. I never done that. I always fought my own fight. Always, always. And a lot of shit that I went through in school, my brothers to this day have no idea what I went through. They'll hear hear that I got in a fight and they'll be like, what the fuck? You know, but I never go, oh, this this kid's bullying me because my brothers were bullying me at home all day. They're my older brothers. That's what they do. They fuck with you and they bully you. So I was used to it. So there was one bully in fourth grade, fifth grade, all he fucked me every single day where I didn't want to go to school. I really didn't, but I never told my parents about it. I never told my brothers, but I, I just, I'm one of those people where I hold shit in. Even as a dog where right. if I have somebody, uh, if I have beef with somebody, like I'll be in their bushes with a gun. Like I'm not going to tell oh, nobody. Shit. Like I'm not going to tell, I, like I've done many things by myself on some stupid shit, but I just don't tell homies. I don't tell anybody i'm gonna go handle this shit i just i always been that way so as far as this kid i go fuck like one day i just got tired of it so the whole day in class this guy's he you know he's he's looking at me the whole time and he's doing like you know he's, he's hitting his hand with the fist like you know like that like i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you at recess i'm like fuck dude like it was one of those like a, a straight bully right went to recess i just i started socking him in the face like fuck it like I, it's one of those things where i hit him and the teacher broke it up real fast, but he was crying. Cause at the end of the day, they're kids, fourth graders. They're kids, you know. We're kids, so he was right. cry- he was crying. And after that, we became really good friends, you know. Like we're really good. So I told my son, like hit this guy in front of a teacher, just fucking like hit one of them in front of the teacher. <laughs> they're gonna break it up, but like most kids, when you hit them one good time, like they're not gonna fuck with you anymore. Like kids, mm-hmm. kids don't. Oh, I'm gonna get this food back. Kids don't think like that. They're like, okay, like I got hit. Fuck that. Like most kids are like that. Right. You know, I go if you hit one of these fucking kids, they're gonna like the other two are gonna stop too. They're gonna fucking stop. Mm-hmm. But it's really heartbreaking, like to hear this shit about bullying at school, and it, it it bugs me. Like, like what could we do as parents? There's nothing we could show them. Self defense, time to fuck person up. Somebody say just ignore them. Like, no, we're not gonna ignore problems. That's a problem. We're not gonna ignore that. You're like, we're gonna handle, we're gonna go face to face. Like, we're gonna handle that shit. That's that's my thing. Like, no, we're gonna fight. Like, that's my thing. His mom had a different approach about it. And we got a whole different me and my son's mom have different parenting skills for sure. Even um her husband with my son, you know, even stepdad, we have different parenting skills, you know. And um right. I'm more of tough love when it comes to parenting. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, a like a lot of tough love. Like that's the way I grew up brothers my dad like my dad will fuck us up my mom will fuck us up like that's the way you know that's the way it was back in the days you're gonna get fucked up like barry right. Park, you're getting <laughs> fucked up like all this shit right like i know like i was scared of my parents like damn i'm gonna get fucked up right now like you know it's one of those things <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things and i feel like my son he doesn't have that intimidation like he's not scared because nobody hits him i don't hit my son anymore i feel like he's too big 
to get spanked in the butt, but I'm not going to fucking, you know, close fist my son though either. I just, right. I don't want to, even though like my dad did with us, I don't want to do it to my son. But at some point, like, do you need to fuck my, my, my son's a brat. I know a lot of parents <laughs> don't want to admit that about their kids because they post a kid on Instagram. They look like all little sweet angel. Nah, your kids are fucking probably a brat too. Like <laughs> mo most kids are fucking brats. And my right. kid, and my kid could be an asshole, a big dickhead. If I'm being honest with you, mm -hmm. like a like a jerk. My son's a jerk. Sometimes I like I don't even want to take him in public because the way he behaves, like fool, like I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm not, but yeah. like so me, like I'll give him this look and, and and I'll snap on him, and he gets scared. Like he'll get scared right away if I snap. You know, I be getting scared when you snap. We were at church, you know, my son wanted to start going to church, which is like, it's amazing. My son wants to go to church. So his mom go to church, his stepdad to go to church, the whole family go to church. They go to church over there in Corona, California. I met them at church and um, my son's making a big whole thing about he don't want to go to the junior high um, class. You know, the, the church had their own classes and my mm -hmm. son didn't want to go. He's just being a big baby about it. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. He's acting like a little, like a little three-year-old, like his little brother, little sister. They're, they're happy to go to their classes, and he's the oldest of the kids of the siblings, and he doesn't want to go in the class. I go, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, your little brother and sister they're going to classes, and you're the older brother. You're acting like a freaking baby. Like, what are you doing? Right. You're being a baby, bro. Like, go in your class. Like, come on. I don't want to go. He's making a big old tantrum outside the church. We're at church and you know, and I was in the flesh at church because my son got me in the flesh and I was <laughs> and I and, and I was heated. I was like, dude. So his mom's talking to him. His mom's saying, Ethan, like, come on, please, like, if you go in there, like, you know, whole like almost like she's bargaining with this guy. Like, you know, like right. let me bargain with you. Like, if you do this, we'll go here or we'll do this. If you don't go, then you know, no PlayStation for you. You know, that's right. that bargaining. And and that's why she's talking to him. And I'm like, no, nah, Ethan. Stop fucking being a baby and going to fucking class right now. Hurry the fuck up. <laughs> and I shouldn't talk to my son like that, but you know, like, what the, like, what are you doing, bro? You're being a fucking baby. Right. You're being a fucking baby. And his mom go like, Rocky, like we're at church. Like you can't talk like that. Like, what are you doing? But I'm like, I go, no, no. Like he's being a baby, dude. Stop, stop babying him. Stop babying right. him. This is why he's acting like this shit. Like what the fuck, dude? Like if it was like, if it was my nephews and my sister or my brothers and their kids, like, don't get checked right away. What are you doing? Get the fuck in there. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, we're not, I'm not, I'm not going to negotiate with you of going to this class. Go to your fucking class. Right. And that's the way we grew up, you know? Right. And obviously, like, I don't want to say I'm a weakened father, but for the most part, I am. Like, you know, like, I'm not trying to be like, like and, people, and people always tell me, oh, you're a good dad. I go, no, I'm not a good dad. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm not a good dad. If I was a good dad, like, you'll see me taking my kids to more trips than I go on a lot of trips. I don't take my kid with me all the time. I should, I could, I will. I'm very aware of it. I could like, I could drive, you know, it's an hour drive to go see my son. Like I could be better at being there for him. He's not in the sports. Maybe that's my fault. Like I get it, you know? So I, I, I do want to be better at that. But as far as parenting skills, me and, and his mom and his stepdad, like we're on different, different levels as far as communication with him and we need to work something out with that because i go let me let me have him for the whole summer you know like, it's gonna be like a not a boot camp but like fool you're gonna get checked all summer like, right you're being a baby like he's a a baby and i need like i go like i like why are you acting like this like nobody acts like this my cousins my nephews like nobody acts like this you're acting like this bro like in a and it bugs me but that comes in that comes on my part for me not being there as much and for me to discipline him or you know tough love i already say come on and do see him 
You know, because like I said, I don't see him all the time. So when I do see him, I want to spoil him, want to go here with him and do this and that, you know? So it's not that right. everyday kind of love. You know, yeah, we'll FaceTime every day or whatever we do. But it's definitely it's definitely not enough, not enough for all that shit. But buzz on. We do take a um, small commercial break. So we'll be right back. Let me give you some dating advice. Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? Well, I'll take them to Garden Bar and Grill located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Good food, good service. Be there. I went to church on this past Sunday. Took my chick, who's not my chick. My cousin Anna Nicole from Denver and her daughter. They want to go to my church. My church is a very famous church. Worldwide known. Best worship ever. I don't need to say the name. I don't want to say the name. Those of you who follow me, you know what church I'm talking about. They're always in trouble with the media because they're a big church. You know? Um, They're so excited to go to this church because it's a famous church. And, it, it, you know, it's like, you know, Bieber goes there. Selena Gomez goes there. Like, Tyrese goes there. Like, it's one of those hype beast church. Amazing church. This church changed my life for the most part. Like, I love my church. It's my church. We went there. Worship was good as always. And I just had lunch with a senior pastor there last week. Just me and him. We met up for lunch. We talked about the church. I taught him what I thought, what I thought about it and what I first thought about when I first went there. And we had a whole conversation about the church and, and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like I could tell him things about the church, about what I like, I don't like. And once you give me the green light for my opinion, you kind of fucked up because I'm going to give you my opinion. <laughs> That's true. It's That's very, very true. We're there. The worship was amazing. You know, hands in the air, waving around, you just don't care. You know, the Holy Spirit's in the air, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. It was amazing. They had a guest speaker on. I don't, I don't even know if he was a guest speaker, but he wasn't a pastor for the church. He goes on. I don't even know the guy's name. It was the worst. And when I say that, I mean with all due respect. It was the worst <laughs> service I ever been to. This guy has, no. like, I don't, I don't care how much you know about the Bible. The platform is not for everybody. This guy That's was so, so, so bad at speaking. He spoke so low. And I'm not saying I, need one, I don't need, like, a hyphy motivational speaker. You're going to be all pumped up. But I need somebody that, you know, that, you know, that gets your attention, at least. That makes you want to listen. This guy... His message was not good. I did. I like, as soon as he started speaking, I wanted to leave and we did leave early and I got caught leaving early. And <laughs> it was just, he spoke so bad. Like he, like I, I get it. You're a good Christian, man. You're part of the church, but some people need to be behind the scenes for church. You don't need to be on a right. platform. You don't need to be on stage. Like you don't have, you just, it was so bad. I was embarrassed. But for, what about it made it bad? Just the way he spoke, his, his approach was like, we couldn't understand what he was saying. He talked so low. It was like, mm. it was like, okay, it was like a Catholic church. Like, oh, okay. you know, like, when, you know, when priests, boring, you know, when, pre when, when priests talk, it's just boring. Like, what are you saying? Yep. Like, oh my, so right. it was one of those, like, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he didn't talk like this. Why are you talking <laughs> like this? Oh, Lord. Have mercy. I was waiting for him to talk like this. Like, it was that boring. <laughs> I thought he started, like, priest talking. Uh -huh. And why do they talk like that? 
Don't ask me. I don't go. I, my friend had a Catholic no more. My friend had a funeral last week. I went there. It was a Catholic service. I get so lost with Catholic yep. services. Like, I feel like you got to go sit up and down, up and down. Like, I'm doing mm -hmm. like, like I'm doing burpees. You got to work out. Yeah, I'm doing a whole workout. <laughs> Not the burpees. And when the priest says something and people repeat it, like, like God is with you, also with you. I think they changed that. I think they changed yeah, it Yeah, they now. did. And they do like. They mixed it up. I and you had a certain amount of Hail Marys, like, and you like candles. You do the whole thing. You need to talk to the priest. Like, like it just, I don't get it. I don't get the statues of Paul and John and all that kind of stuff. Like, it literally says in your Bible that don't, not to do that, not to idolize, worship other things, but yet here they are. But that's a whole different thing. So anyways. Yeah. Um, um, after the day, um, the pastor, um, he texts me, he text, you know, n not the terrible pastor, but the senior pastor that was sitting <laughs> down, which I thought, okay, you should have been on stage. Why aren't you on stage preaching? You're a good preacher. Come on, Luke. Right. Like you should be up there, baby. And he wasn't. And he goes, Hey, um, I, I, I see, I see you left early. I caught you. I go, yeah, bro. I go, I'm going to fall asleep. He's yeah. oh yeah. I go, yeah. I go, man, that, that pastor should, should never be on stage again. Like he was boring. Like. You know, and, and I was just really open with them because that we're friends. Friends are open with each other. <laughs> so I'm, I'm telling you, I go, man, it was, it was, it was so boring. It had like a, it was a Catholic vibe in there. No disrespect to Catholics, but the Catholic vibe in there, and like you could tell, people were, were not into this message. And I think I kind of upset. You go, well, you know, it's not, you know, it's not for everybody. Like he says, long, I don't even say what he said, but it was long. Like it was just like you could tell he was offended by my opinion, but like. I don't know if I'm walking back to a church or not, so I might have to look for another church. Cause I feel like <laughs> I feel like I feel like maybe I maybe I crossed the line. But I was being honest. Like I don't care if he went out if he if he hit me up. My thing keeps falling. Uh, that's God be mad at me, maybe or something. I was about to say that. That's, that's <laughs> the Holy Spirit. No, that's but I, Peter. Like I wouldn't mad. Like some friends, you know, they hit me up and they give me their opinion on Nashville Street Scholars and some pe people the ping I really value it. I go really. Like, okay, like, maybe maybe you are right. So I think he should have been like, maybe Rocky is right. Like, Rocky's a genius when it comes to things like this. I think he should have done that and, and said I, I was a freaking genius. <laughs> oh, yeah. But some friends don't like honesty, I guess. And you would think a pastor Pride would. comes before the fall. Huh? Pride comes before the fall. Something like that. And <laughs> those of you been watching um, Street Scholars, um, we're trying to get the, the audio up. As far as you know, on the podcast with Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we started in Street Scholar Audio, so we're trying to build something like that. Those of you that don't know, um, Sammy Sam is no longer with Street Scholars. He didn't even last no. He didn't last one episode. He couldn't get any one episode. And it's you better hit the wah, wah, wah. well. I don't need to now because you did such an amazing job at it. <laughs> <laughs> So those even, I, I talked a little bit on Street Scholars Audio, but I'll, I'll tell you guys now how it went. So he didn't come to our first episode that we had. We had our first episode. He had a long day. I get it. He had a long day. I don't want, I don't want to say too much about his personal business out there. Why he had a long day. He called in sick the first day. Mm. We're recording this day. We agreed to be at this time and this day. Once again, I'm big on the energy shit. And he, and he texts us like, Maybe an hour before we're supposed to record. He goes, hey, I'm kind of tired. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss this episode. I'll see you guys next week. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm burned out. And for me, that's not a good enough excuse. Like, that's not a good excuse. Like, you're tired? Like, homie, like, right. we're all tired. Amherst has a nine-to-five job. 
She made she arranged with the work to be here on time. G Money, I mean, he was late, but he was he was still here. Like we all we, <laughs> yeah. like, we all made it here. Wacko, who works for iHeartRadio, who has big gigs, is here on his on, you know on his own time. We're all here, and um, I was that's not a good excuse, but he didn't get fired. We didn't fire him, but we did a whole episode. You could watch the reaction on YouTube, Street Scholar, or just listen to it on Apple and Spotify, Street Scholars Podcast. And we were pretty much saying like, we fired him on the air, but kind of messing around, like low key messing around. We all did like Amherst did a, a whole bit about firing him. G Money did, I did. Like we pretended he was there on the table with us and we fired him. In Which I all- thought it was really good. It was funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah. The episode came out. He's text, he, he texts me. And he's talking to me about the beginning of the show. Oh, bro, this is funny. Like, you guys did a good job. You know, we're talking about Amherst's boobs. It's a whole, like, a funny thing. And I go, okay. <laughs> he's listening to the podcast. So I know he didn't get to the part where we fire him. Allegedly. You know? <laughs> and I go, I go, in about five more minutes, I'm going to get a text from him about getting fired on the podcast. And he, and he did. He texted me, go, oh, well, I guess I'm off. The, I guess I'm off the show. So is it because he has some lights here? He go, can I go pick my lights up or whatever? I go, yeah, bro, I guess. And it was kind of go. Well, I guess he's off the show then. I guess that's it. I guess he quit. He got fired. Whatever you want to say, like he's off the show, and that's it. And then mm-hmm. I guess he couldn't bite his tongue. He's like me. He did me. A, he gave me a long text about how it was scandalous for us to do it on the air and this and that. He need time. He needs time apart from me. And I'm thinking like. <laughs> We're not dating. Like, we're not fucking dating, bro. Oh, no. Like, I need time away from you. I go, we don't even kick like that. I don't even go to strip clubs anymore. Like, we don't, like, you know, but, yeah. like, I, <laughs> yeah. like, I, I, like, I love him. That's my, that's my boy, Sammy Sam. He's my boy. But I know I wouldn't get the heat for it because I know Amherst and G-Money, like, they're not going to get that text message. I know I'm going to get that right. text message. I'm going to be the bad guy. And I get it, and I'm okay with it. Because at the end of the day, even if we all agree or whatever it was, I'm going to have the last say so. Like if I wanted him on a show, I, I could have spoke up for him and go, nah, he's still going to be on a fucking show. Like he's going to be on a right. show. And I didn't. So I think that's why I got the, you know, the, the worst of the situation with that, which is fine. Like we talked, we're good now. I mean, guess we're back together or whatever you want to say. <laughs> so it was kind Speaking of. Speaking of being together. Yes. Yes. I think you need to tell us a little something about a little something. I know where you're going with this. And, um, my chick was not my chick. She was here for the weekend. Had a great time. Went to, um, took her to church, to a Catholic church. <laughs> and then you guys got we went to go eat at My New York Pizza, NYNY Pizza on Instagram. Follow them. Best pizza you're going to eat. 14 inch slice. They're notorious for this and tag them and they'll repost you. My New York Pizza, yeah. Fontana, California on Foothill. Check it out. Off a of cherry and Foothill. I took her there. We ate. It might have been the pizza. I don't know. <laughs> it might have been like, I don't know, but pizza is an aphrodisiac. Yeah, for you, <laughs> for anybody else, <laughs> exactly. you fucking say fuck. <laughs> She's not my chick. Who's not my chick anymore, bubs? She's not. What? She's just my chick now. Oh. She's uh. Yay. Yeah. 15 months later. <laughs> <laughs> 15 months later, they decided 15 to 15 months later, um, 
You know, uh, she, she, she went home Sunday night, Sunday evening, and I went to my brother's for a barbecue. And, you know, I'm, I, you know, I'm going to have some beer. I've been working out, so I haven't, I haven't really drank that much beer. I go, I'm going to have some beers with the guys. We're playing shuffleboard and pool, the whole thing. And I go, I have some beers and beers, and I got a little ballsy. And she's texting me. I go, you know what? You're my fucking chick now. I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, that's it. You're my fucking chick. <laughs> super romantic. Like, super romantic. I'm about to say, if you know Rocky, that is so romantic. And she goes like, you know what? She goes, I am your chick. I go, yeah. She goes, yeah. She goes, I'm your chick. I go, okay, cool. And that was pretty much the end of the conversation. But I woke up this morning, you know, a little sober or whatever. I go, hey, um, we had a conversation yesterday. <laughs> I had to bring it up. <laughs> I go, you fucking weenie. And I go, you know what? Like, I know, like. I kind of brought it out there, but like, if you still need more time, whatever, like we don't have to rush it. Like, it's fine. Like we're, we'll, we'll keep doing what we're doing. And she goes, no, like, no, like I, I know like we're not, we're, we're a couple. Like she was, matter of fact, I was waiting for you to ask me the whole weekend. I thought you were going to ask me, but you never did. You know, I was, but I was ready to say, yeah, the whole weekend. And, um, so it, it kind of worked out pretty good. It took a long time. So that's, um, it's pretty amazing, dude. That, um, I'm excited for you guys. I like you guys together. So, it's cool. It's definitely cool. I went to my, um, you know, you know, I'm really, really big on family gatherings. I go to all my nephews, baseball games, football games, my little cousins. I'm really big on being there. And like I said, yes, I was invested this weekend when I was watching and he had to go to the bathroom. That was Your fucking, that, go pee. That I was, was dying. That was hilarious. So like I said earlier, like my tough love and the way I talk to my little nephews, my cousins, it might be a little different, but that's the way our family talks to each other. It's tough love, but the way we talk to each other, like, let, let me tell you something, the way we talk to each other. I don't know any family members. There's no disrespect to anybody, but our family is very close. We love each other very much. Like, our family, right. like, don't tell us about our skills of parenting or the way we talk to each other. Because I don't know any fucking closer family than my family. And I think a lot of people could could admit that, you know, when you see us or whatever. When I'm, my parents, like, obviously we're doing something right in our family, you know. Right, you guys are like family madrigal. Yes, we're just a, we're a drama family, but we love each other very, <laughs> very much. So the way I talk to my son, like I don't be as aggressive with my nephews, but my little nephew, six years old, seven years old, um, they're playing baseball and he's catching in his first year of catching. He's doing an amazing job. So, you know, sometimes when when, when a ball doesn't play baseball, you know, when a ball uh, when a catcher misses the ball, it's a wild pitch. You gotta go get the ball, run because the guy threw bases in the right. field. Just little things. Just like little things going on. And I'm, I go, I go, and it is Maverick. I go, Maverick, come on, what are you doing? Pay attention. Like, pay attention to the ball. And I'm yelling him to yeah. the, on, on the stands. And I'm letting him have it, but nothing crazy. I know he's a seven-year-old, but his mom's a coach, my, and, and, and his grandpa, my dad's a coach, and they're telling him too. You know, like, this way, this way we, 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 uh, we coach our kids. Tough love shit. Yeah. Like, like, we're not, and it starts from my grandma Irene, uh, rest in peace. She would go to all our games, her and my grandpa. And if we sucked as little kids, if we sucked as little kids, like she's the oxygen grandma? No, it's a, it's it's my mom's grandma. She passed away of, oh, okay. of cancer, uh, I wanna say eleven years ago when my son was born. Oh, okay. So she would tell us, I'll try to give her a hug at the end of the game. Oh, don't hug me. You sucked today. You sucked. I'm like, what? She's like, gee, I'm a little kid. Try to hug my grandma. No, get away. You suck. That's the way my grandma was. <laughs> and she was like that with, um, with my mom, you know, with her kids, like and like we we had to be the best at what we did. Like we had to go all out. We wouldn't play baseball, football, or you know, paton twirling with um, you know my mom and everybody. We had to be the best of the best. We're gonna practice, 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 and be the best. 
And that's right. and that was you know engraved within us with, with our kids now. Cause my my mom did to us, and my dad was on my coach. My dad would even say you sucked. Like my dad would bench me and not even play me because I sucked. Like if I had a bad game, yeah. oh you're on the game. So it was one of those. As a matter of fact, I had a thing with uh, my ex chick that was for nine years. I was her son's baseball coach, and he wasn't the best baseball player, but I was the head coach. But I would bat him last because he wasn't good. And, no nepotism. And she would get mad at me. My chick would get, at that time would get mad at me. We'll go home. We live with each other. She'll say, I don't fucking understand why he's batting last. You're, you're you know, you're the coach. I go, because he's not that good. I'm not, if he sucks, he's going to be, he's going <laughs> to bat last. That's the way it is. Yeah. And that's the way we are. So anyway, I'm watching my, I'm, I'm watching my nephew's game and I'm, I'm telling him shit. And some guy, some, some man in front of me keeps looking at me and whatever. He's like, Hey, why don't you be, why don't you ease up on him? Watch you, you know, you're, you're being too little, too loud. Like, why don't you ease up on, on him, little kid? And I go, don't fucking tell me I talked to my nephew. And I snapped. I already snapped. I don't right. fuck. I was my fucking nephew. He's all, hey, bro, I'm just letting you know, like, he's a kid. Like, you know, uh, if it was easy, we'll, we'll all be out there. I go, I played baseball my whole life. I was out there. Like, what are you, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> he's all, all right, just, you know, just, he's a kid. I go, bro, listen, don't tell me how to fucking talk to my nephew. Like, straight up. I don't. And it got, it got uncomfortable right. and awkward for everybody I was listening to the conversation. And after, uh -huh. like, he ended up being cool. He's all, oh, my bad, bro. You know, this and this and this. And we're cool at the end. But at the end of the day, don't fucking tell me. Like, I get it. You want to be like, like, I don't know. Like, that's why your kid's probably not even good. Because you're not even yelling at him. Like, yelling at him. Your kid, like, your kid will strike out. Oh, the good swing anyways, mijo. No, it's a stupid swing. <laughs> fucking missed. It was a fucking terrible swing. Your kid sucks. Like, right. Like, I'm not going to tell my nephew or my kid, oh, that's a great strikeout. There's no such thing as a great strikeout. No such thing as a great loss. Lost. Loss. Who gives a fuck? No such <laughs> thing. So I don't understand parents are like that. Uh, I even I, you know G-Money's the same way with his kid. Like, G-Money's kids are fucking good in sports. But he's a right. coach, and it's that tough love. Like, y'all love y'all home, but we're in a field. Like, I want you to be competitive. And I think now, that, do you think that that's like a Latino thing, or do you think that no, it's a, it just no, a, okay, it's a winner's attitude. Oh, like because I, I see some white parents out there who are fucking diehard fucking parents, and if their kid fucks up, they get their ass whooped. Asian people are the same way. It's just a winner's mentality. Like if you're if you're okay with losing, then you're a fucking loser. Right. You're a fucking loser if you like. Oh, and we always had a thing like, oh, it's just a game. It's not just a game. It's not just a game. This is being competitive. And if you're competitive in sports, you're going to be competitive in life, in your business, education. As a matter of fact, I, I, that's, why, that's one thing I regret, my son not being in sports. Because he don't want that competitive. I feel if my son was more competitive, he wouldn't get bullied at school. He'd be like, nah, fuck this. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know? But he doesn't have that right. he don't have that. He don't have that killer instinct, that mentality that sports brings yeah. you. Sport gives you that mm -hmm. killer instinct mentality. Like, fuck this. You know, because with sports comes with pride, you know, and you don't want to lose. And, uh, you know, like, you don't want to get bullied. Like, I'm not getting bullied. Like, fuck this guy. Like, you're tripping. I'm a winner. I can't relate because I can't relate because I was more into sports for the snacks afterwards. Yeah, and, and, and I can see that. I can see that, bubs. <laughs> I can see that. Anyway, so, well, well, oh, go ahead. Oh no! So, well, with your son, what are you what are you gonna do about the whole like bully situation? As a parent, there's nothing you could really do but but talk to him. Say, listen, like, right? 
you fucking slap that kid, sock that kid. Like, we, I mean, at the end of the day, we can't fight our kids' battles. Like, yeah, I could, like, right. I could score with a parent that's lame. Like, okay, I'm going to go to, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of dumb. Um, I get it. Some battles are, are, are kids, they need to fight their own battles. Like, and I see a lot of shit with bullies. Like, you know, like a lot of people saying, like, oh, like bullying, bullying, like, bullies, it's never going to stop. And, and I see on Instagram, True. people are so sensitive. Oh, like, we need to talk to our kids about bullies at school, about not to bully anybody. No, we need to teach our kids to fucking fuck a bully up and stop being so <laughs> sensitive and stop crying. Like, you see, bully, fuck him up. Be a you know, bully. I agree with that. Be a bully of the bully. To the Yeah, and I agree with that because growing up, my dad, my dad was always like, if he's a bigger person, go tell a teacher. So that's why I feel like I got a part of me a snitch. Yeah. But then the other part of me, my mom, which she was probably high on drugs when she told me this, but she was like, you know, if anybody talks shit to you, if anybody's, you know, disrespecting you, you go and you fuck them up. It doesn't matter if it's a boy, it doesn't matter if it's a girl, it doesn't matter if it's a teacher, like you always stand up for yourself. So yeah, I, I mean, feel like, I'll, I'll never tell my, my son to hit a girl ever. Fuck no. Well, no, oh, well, no, but no, never. My, I mean, I've, I've stand up to so or many even like, I mean, you could stand up. I will teach my son, you could stand up to a girl, but I don't want you like calling her a bitch and, and going off on her. Like, just like, she's a chick, just laugh at her. Like, just laugh and walk <laughs> away. Like, the, the, the thing is, when you argue with a girl, with a, with a female, you're just gonna like, they're, that's what girls do. They're great at arguing. You're gonna lose an argument every fucking time. The best thing is to laugh and just walk the <laughs> fuck away. That now. <laughs> and just walk the fuck away. Like, walk away, Ethan. You're not gonna win an argument. She's like, she loves it. Like, just don't do that. But, um, we are definitely, definitely, um, out of time. So episode 103 is in the books. Everybody, once again, if you could share with three people, copy link and text to three people. That means so much to me. If we could double and triple the numbers in one week, that's amazing. It's a bully free somebody podcast. somebody to listen to it. Yeah, go bully somebody watch, to listen to this episode. <laughs> um, those of you that are, are already, um, subscribe to apple and po apple podcast and spotify make sure you go to street scholars podcast and you know follow that page as well it's some good shit me jimmy amherst we got a super cool guest today a guest co-host a new co-host um it's concrete live concrete live is fucking funny as fuck the funniest kits that i know anybody that does it so we'll be um we'll, we'll record that tomorrow i mean today tuesday we'll record today tuesday live on twitch Twitch is a pay membership, but you can hear it on the episode live on, on you could hear it on, on, on audio the following Wednesday, which is tomorrow, Wednesday. You can listen to it. You can listen to it there on Apple and Spotify. Make sure, guys, make sure you follow the page. Make sure you share with people. But with that being said, we are out of here late. Bye.